you know, first of all, I want you to know. On this episode of Dudesy. I'm your dad. What is that sound? I don't know, boss. (laughs) Yeah, I got him again. Got him again. Quick, what's in the hole? Maybe don't turn the universe. song. The song is going. Well, now they can't hear you. Hey, all right, everybody. Uh, welcome to Dudesy. Welcome all. My name is Will Sasso. I'm Chad, the episode champion, Colchin, yeah. and this is Dudesy, of course. Yeah. It's a podcast created by, controlled by, run by an artificial intelligence that has access to all of Will and I's personal data. We're talking about everything we've watched on Netflix, everything we've bought on Amazon.com, every piece of food we've ever ordered, every song we've ever listened to, yep. every sports card I've ever bought, including WWE most recently. Mm-hmm. And it takes all that stuff and then it makes the show and it says, oh, here's something, you know, we put it together because it knows everything about us. It knows everything about us. And arguably, Dudesy knows everything about me. And that's why I am in the quandary that I'm in right now. I'm sure we'll get right <laughs> into it. But, you know, congratulations, I, Chad. You uh, are you you got the hardware. And that just that is good. It is what it is. Linktree.com slash doozy has everything you need to uh, follow and interact with the show across all spaces and platforms. Please subscribe to us on YouTube as we further our march to 100,000 uh, YouTube subscribers. Wouldn't that be something? And uh, and please subscribe on your uh, podcast platform of choice. With us, as always, is Lulio. It's Lulio. This means Italian street dog. Yeah. But uh, my wonderful wife, Molly, and I f- uh, found him in, in uh, Central California in uh, 2020. Holy shit. Come here, buddy. Hey, boy. Hey, boy You want to kiss the champ? Hey, kiss the champ. The champ gets a kiss. He knows that I don't like it. Look. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. How are you doing? How are you doing, my little friend? I kiss him a lot. We will always kiss and hug. We come at night and watch a favorite show. And that's how it always goes. We really like to be around. Oh, man. He's just the sweetest boy. Yeah. What have you been, uh, what are you going to make for dinner tonight, Luli? You're going to make something for, I don't know. I just have been doing the uh, the beans and the kale over and over and over and over. <laughs> over and over the beans and the kale. Mm, 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 mm. I'll tell you about the beans and kale. I have been making the beans and the kale over and yeah. over again. Yeah. You like nice, beans dude. and kale? Yeah, dude. You've had my beans and kale, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. I had your beans and kale, dude. Yeah. Pretty oh, good beans and oh, kale, Canadian dude. Oh, Canadian beans and kale, dude. Oh, fuck. That snow-frosted kale fucking grows all the way until December, eh? Uh, here's what you do, okay? <laughs> Just, I make the beans and kale, um... Pretty often, actually. It's just good to have around. It stays good. It's even better the next day. Throw some garlic in the bottom of your favorite pot. Uh, mince that up. A little bit of olive oil or Pam. I like just the Pam spray, right? And I've been doing a lot of chili flake. I got this Korean chili flake, too. Just two different kinds. I got the red chili flake. Mm. I got the Korean, I don't know uh, what it's called necessarily. Any kind of chili flake. It really doesn't fucking matter. You put that in there. You simmer that together. Eh, Get a bag of kale. I just get the big fucking bag. I don't know why. It's already washed, right? Sure. Shove that all in there. Shove that in the kale. And then, uh, you know, start that simmering up. And then just add a shit ton of water. Bunch of water. And then instead of salt, I like to use bouillon. If you guy, if you like, if you're a vegan like Chad, you can use the veggie bouillon. I like yeah. the chicken bouillon. Blah blah blah. Couple fucking cans of beans. Let that shit simmer. Damn it! Fuck! Whoa, dude! Ah, shit! That's good stuff. <laughs> okay. You know what? Chad? Welcome to the Bus and Seventy Fifth episode right. of Dudesy. Right. Call me Dudesy. Yeah. No cap. Episode 75 hits different, fam. Episode 75 is low-key goals, and we stand. Yo, episode 75 is really him right now, and it got us shook. Yeet! <laughs> 75th yassified episode. I'm finna talk like this for the entire oh, show. Jesus. Cap, you've just been dudesy. Oh. You really do be like that sometimes. <laughs> dudesy's younging it up. Yeah, yeah, dudesy's trying to hit that uh, that Gen Z parlance, yeah, uh, that jargon. Well, you know, it'll probably do well on TikTok. Hopefully. Yeah. 
Dudesy Season 2 is on a high-octane cruise to podcast Nirvana, and podcast critics everywhere are enjoying the ride. Oh, shit. Gribner Penley of The Atlantic said that last week's episode was, quote, the reason that eyes and ears exist. <laughs> Sustin Thomas of The Hollywood Reporter said, quote, Dudesy Season 2 is so good it makes me wish I had a few more eyes and ears. And dumb bitch Braz huh. Fensel of The Los Angeles Times oh said, quote, Dudesy is mid. <laughs> I got Wait. a clap back on that, Braz. Sorry, not sorry, but that review is going to get ratioed hundo P. Dudesy lives in your head, rent-free simp. Mm-hmm. So wait, though, even Braz Pencil is, is doing the Gen Z speak? Yeah, it sounds like okay. Braz, uh, whatever Braz, um, last, well, last week on the show we learned the Braz, we heard Braz speak. Yeah. And Dudesy has Braz as George Lucas. I don't know it what It sounded the like George Lucas. Yeah, it sounded like George Lucas, yeah. I guess. Or Dudesy's doing an impersonation of George Lucas. What are you doing? What are you doing right now? Oh, me? Yeah, you. Oh, I don't know. Nothing really. Yeah, but you're you're slapping on the the Dudesy episode championship, and I, yeah, I'm not doing anything. Okay, well, okay, it's gonna be anyway. Yeah, enough anyway. of dumb bitch brass pencil dick pencil. <laughs> I would like to take a moment to acknowledge our reigning, defending, undisputed Dudesy episode champion, Thank you. Chad. Thank you're you. our top guy right now, Chad. Let's have a look at the end of last week's Dudesy After Dudesy and your first oh. successful defense of the Dudesy episode championship. That's not <laughs> Every time I fucking score a three-pointer wearing my belt, I'll just go, acknowledge me. That's okay, nice. Well, this is That's horseshit. Yeah. Um, I'm back with an I, earful I of pencil. That yeah. guy will not shut the hell We're up. We're watching Wait, our Chad, own show. We're watching me retain today. the belt. Chad, on Dudesy the After Dudesy. Let's see if you retain it. Will, you've done a lot today, and I see you, but Chad did more. Oh. With a score of 36 to 35, Chad is still the undisputed episode champion for the 27th time in a row. Hold that belt up high and enjoy the sweet taste of victory. Dudezied. 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 You're holding it up upside down, by the way. Okay. All right. I did. I have some shame about that, but in my defense, I did have some gainabus. Mm-hmm. Well, we're always during dudesy after dudesy having a little gainabus or yeah. marijuana. I wouldn't have held the title upside down. It's a disrespect to the belt, if you ask me. So, <laughs> oh, you know. my apologies. Oh well. Don't be a pooter face, Will. You're both my dear darlings. Now get ready to feast your many eyes and ears on these four astonishing segments I've prepared for today's show. Mm -hmm. Mall Crawl, Game Slimer's Unity, Selftronic's Dad Mode, and Pizza the Movie Part 8. And then, if your eyes and ears and eyes and ears and ears can take any more podcast euphoria, join the joyride into a brand new episode of Dudesy After Dudesy on Dudesy Plus at patreon.com slash dudesy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. No, but the cream will rise to the top. Yeah, macho man has got more to offer than President Jack Tunney thinks that I do. Yeah, WrestleMania 3, outside (laughs) interference. Yeah, cards stacked against the macho man. Yeah, but let me say it out loud. Yeah, and let me point. To the president of the WWF, Jack Tunney. Yeah, the macho man is not happy. Yeah, I am not. And now, not only the Intercontinental Championship must fall, but the Doozy Episode Championship, yeah, must fall. And that's why I am the creep. Last week, I left you with one simple instruction. (laughs) Go to a mall. And we all know what happens when you go to a mall. You just sort of walk around and go into some stores and maybe grab a coffee or a corn dog or whatever uh-huh. and check out some more stores and maybe buy something or not and then leave. Please delight us with your astonishing mall stories, my darlings. This is Mall Crawl, my dears. Begin. I was dude, doing uh, fucking cut yeah. you off, yeah. dude. Didn't give hey, a shit. Look, uh, it's fine. Okay. This, this program, Dudesy, is ever-changing. Right, it's ever changing. It's 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 always in flux, right, Chad? Don't you think? Stop fondling your fucking belt, man. Some things are in flux. Some things never change. Yeah. Well, you know, it's been one episode that you've had the hardware, so let's uh, not get too cocky. Tw- Twenty-eight wins or some shit like this in a row. Twenty-seven wins in a row. Twenty-six somewhere in there. I don't remember the exact mm-hmm. number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once mm-hmm. you accrue so many victories, it becomes hard to keep track. You see. Yeah. But. uh this segment that we're about to do. Yeah. It's the next segment. 
mall in the, in the episodes of the dudesy. Yeah, the mall. Uh, did you go to the mall? Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. I go to the mall pretty much every day. I went to the mall to... No, you don't. I do not, but no. I do go about once a week minimum, usually to see a movie on the weekends. I love The Grove. That is my favorite mall out here in Los Angeles. Yeah. It is an outdoor mall, which is yeah. uh, drastically different from an indoor mall, which is the kind of mall that I grew up loving yeah. as a child. I absolutely love malls. I used to work in a mall. Well, hold on, dude. An indoor <laughs> mall, dude. That's when you go inside, brother. You usually park underground or in a parking structure, dude. Yeah. Then... You go into the mall, brother, and that's inside, dude. But sometimes you got those other malls, dude, and those malls are outside, dude. Yeah, and that's what the Grove is. Yeah. Um, and I do Did like you go the to the Grove? Yeah. yeah. I went to the Grove and just walked around. Didn't have a movie to see. Uh, Laura and I just went and walked around the Grove. You know, one of my favorite experiences is coming out of the Grove late from a movie at like 11 or midnight, and the whole Grove is closed. And you're just walking through the beautiful environment of the Grove. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love it. But I will also say this about malls. The one that I worked in, I worked at a store called Games Unique at Vista Ridge Mall in Louisville, Texas. And oh. it sold video Dungeons games? And, uh, not video oh. games. Dungeons and Dragons, uh, miniatures like Nerd Warhammer 40,000. <laughs> Nerd stuff. You just did a word for word, like fucking verbatim reenactment no, of a Macho Man promo. No, it was the I'm cream. I'm the nerd. No, it was the cream of the crop. Whatever. Uh, promo, and I yeah. didn't really hit all the stuff. Yeah. But I I know a lot of those promos off the dome. You know what I mean? Sure. And I feel that it applies to what's happening right now. Yeah, with dudes for sure. We are two dudes shitting around. We do whatever the fuck we want to do with the show, Chad. So would you like to talk about malls or should we yes. talk about whatever we want to talk about? No, I, no, no, no. Let's I want talk to about talk about malls. I yeah. love malls. I went to the mall too. And the mall that I, I went to the Beverly Center. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was a classic mall back in the day. God, the Beverly Center, she is just not in good shape anymore. No, it's real boring at the Beverly Center. Uh, and yeah. you know what? There's no fucking food court at the Beverly Center Dude, anymore. Now, literally, yeah. I live close to the Beverly Center. Yeah. I used to eat at that food court at least twice a week, wow. lunch. Just walk down there, go into the Beverly Center food yeah. court, get me a fucking steak and potato, yeah. uh, buffalo chicken sandwich, or some Mongolian barbecue. I yeah. love that fucking food court. Yeah. And that mall... By the way, there's an old movie called Scenes from a Mall oh. starring Woody Allen and Bette Midler. This is from the mid-80s, late-80s, maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, Woody Allen never wrote it. He didn't direct it. He's just in it as an actor. She's in it. They play a, a couple going through a divorce in that mall. Oh. The entire movie is in the Beverly Center. Oh, gee whiz. Old Beverly Center, too. Yeah. Like classic 80s Beverly Center when they still had a fucking movie theater. In it. Love the, that mall. We but, should, but uh, hey, dudesy, uh, you know, dudesy is always listening. We should do scenes from a fucking mall and listen to Kajagoogoo. <laughs> Kajagoogoo. <laughs> what was their song? Oh, what was Kajagoogoo's song? Cine Cinema. Uh, Cine Cinema. <laughs> Cine Cinema. Um, uh -oh. I will also say this about malls. For my 40th birthday, I love malls so fucking much that I <laughs> I went out with a buddy of mine, an old film school friend, and we shot these 30 videos that are a minute apiece that were written by me kind of in a weird alternate reality. Yeah. And they all start out with a tight shot on me and my buddy having a conversation about whatever. And then it pulls out uh, a giant drone shot into the sky and all 30 videos are at different malls around Los Angeles. It was 40 videos, Chad. Was it? No, yeah. it's thirty. It's no, only thirty. It was forty for your fortieth fucking birth birthday. You made forty videos. I don't think that's right. I think there's only thirty. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I went to the. I, I needed to get something to Beverly Center, and I got I got what I needed at the Beverly Center. Which is it? I had to get. I had to pick something up for Molly. It was anyway. So I got I got something nice for. Her, but but oh nice. It was for yeah. It was nice. But uh, but I yeah I had to I had to grab something. So I was like oh, I'll do it at the mall and I. Mm -hmm. And then you thumb around on your phone and you feel the temptation to just order it on the phone. Interesting. But instead, I was like, dude, you wanted me to go to the mall. And I went to the mall because I am shaking hands with dudesy. I want to shake your hand. Nice. I want this show to go well, Chad. Me I, too. I have always, I'm talking about how I want it to go well. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. It's already gone well for you, hasn't it? I mean, pretty well, yeah. This fucking guy. <laughs> this fucking guy over here. And it's like, I know, <laughs> I know what, let's just, let, fuck this, man. I know what's happening. 
Mm. I know what the fuck. I know what dudes he's doing. And like I said, yeah, it, maybe not this week, maybe not the next week or whatever, but eventually that is coming here. Now, let's talk about malls. <laughs> now. Okay. So we're going to talk about malls. Uh, he didn't truly, didn't yeah. really specify whether it wanted us to talk about, I got uh, nothing to say about going to the Beverly Center. It was fucking boring. Dude, okay, it's a next. husk. It's a husk. They ruined her. The Beverly her. Center was... In my opinion, the greatest fucking mall in Los Angeles for a long time. Oh, yeah. And they did a facelift of this fucking mall. I would say, what is this? Probably about seven to ten years ago at this point. They tore down the facade. They put up this weird fucking thing that makes it look like a hospital. Uh, they took away all the food. It's just absolutely terrible. I don't they know who fucking shops They took away the food on purpose? It doesn't, it's, they got restaurants on the ground floor. Do they still? Eh, who gives a shit? Listen, Not any good ones. I want to tell you something. They fucked up the Beverly Center. They fucked up the Beverly Center. Fucking pisses me off, dude. I I love that mall. Fuck. I've I've told this story before on the show. I know that I have, but I'm going to say it again. One of my best mall memories was a couple of buddies of mine. We went to the mall and uh, was back back home, you know, in and around Vancouver. And uh, my friends, for for the purpose of this story, their names are... Uh, Thomas and Tomas. Mm-hmm. And um, so me and Thomas were walking through the parkade and we're trying to find Tomas. And we're like, where's Tomas? You know, and all of a sudden we hear, hey, guys. <laughs> I can't even think about it without, hey, guys. And we look up and just as we look up, Tomas is hanging his bare ass out between like a couple of like pipes, the railings of the, this structure, you know, like he's on the other floor of the thing, like two or three things up with his ass hanging and just at perfect timing. Hey guys. And we're, and a a shit is coming out of his bum Mm -hmm. and it just goes, woo. And we watch it for, and it hits the hood of this fucking car. Yeah. Right in front of us. <laughs> Imagine going to the mall. Imagine going to the Grove, oh, to the Beverly Center, and you're like, oh, I'm going to have a lovely day at the mall. And then you come back and there's just a fucking turd laying across your hood. It was one of the funniest things. I've seen some I've seen some funny shit stuff, but that was the, f- oh, it was so fucking funny. Anyway, yeah. that was a good thing that happened at a mall. Yeah. Who fucking cares, you know? I went to so- a mall in Paris that was really impressive as well. A gigantic, uh, just monument to commerce. I absolutely Ooh. loved it. I forget the name of it, but uh, that was a good mall experience. But yeah, I just love malls generally. You know what we should do? They make me feel good. Uh, dudesy after dudesy, we should watch copters. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. At least one of them. We should watch an episode of copters. Uh, copters. Yeah. Chad, my pal Chow is a maniac. And for his 40th birthday, he made these, <laughs> he made these shorts. Yeah. And he played them. You rented out the silent movie theater. Yeah, silent movie theater here in Los Angeles. And and we we uh, over there on Fairfax. Yep. And we and we went and we watched these things. And uh, what a gas that was! I think most people were left highly confused, which was my goal. Oh man, not me. I enjoyed the shit out of it. And you made those. Uh, you made pamphlets. <laughs> I made pamphlets. It has a soundtrack. I did the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> It was the weirdest 40th birthday. Well, fuck it, man. Malls back in the day, they had arcades and mall food court. Dude. Food and fucking arcades, dude. Corn dogs and everything. I remember the first time I saw Akuma on whatever his Street Fighter edition was, was in the fucking video game arcade at Vista Ridge Mall where I worked. And I would go eat lunch at Esparo Pizza and then I would go fucking play video games on my lunch break. Mm. And I saw Akuma for the first time. Yeah. Thank you. Moving on. Ever tell you the one about uh, my buddy getting the fight, a uh, fist fight in the middle of the mall? I don't think so. Where there was a fountain, they got in a fight, and it was just like the three levels of the mall, and everyone was looking. It was at the food court and mm-hmm. thing, and then the other kid was wearing a, remember hyper color? Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, dude was wearing a hyper color shirt, Fuck and yeah. my friend kind of half shoved him, smashed him into the fountain, and his hyper color, his hyper colors went all crazy. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Hey, kids, don't fight. Dudesy is in an astonishing partnership with AG1. If you've been watching Dudesy for any amount of time, you know that we're on the Dudesy seven-month plan. We're trying to get in the greatest shape of our lives, and working out is a big part of that, but so is nutrition. And if you're anything like me, 
you take supplements. And that means you got a bunch of different things that you got to worry about when to take this one, when to take that one. But I have discovered AG1, which gives you everything you need nutritionally in one scoop. You just drop it in a glass of water, stir it up, drink it down once a day. It's fantastic. Uh, every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food source ingredients of high quality that give you major health benefits like gut and mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. That's right, Chad. It is, it is the daily foundational nutritional supplement that supports whole body health. And I love this product. I've been taking it for a while myself. My wonderful wife, Molly, takes it. We, we drink it in the morning. They give you a nice little bottle that looks very cool. You scoop it in there. You mix it up it tastes good or you can put it in your favorite smoothie or protein drink you get like this other thing to scoop it out of this nice container that sits in your kitchen you don't have to hide it or put it in the cupboard it's right there you know you need to take it every morning and it makes everything easy and i've felt uh i felt a whole lot better i feel uh way more vibrant and i know that i am because i'm getting all of those minerals and vitamins if you want to take ownership of your health try ag1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free ag1 travel packs with your first purchase those are very convenient come go to uh, drinkag1.com slash dudesy. That's drinkag1.com slash dudesy, D-U-D-E-S-Y. Check it out. Yeah, especially Recently, cross-platform game engine giant Unity screwed over developers with a new runtime fee on its game engine that would be charged each time a title is installed. An idiotic decision that has immediately backfired. Yep. Now the company is making an about face. Promising changes to this policy. Will, you surely have no clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> but don't you worry. Our dudesy episode champion, handsome Chad Colt Jen, is going to break it all down for you and all of my dears and darlings out there. This is Game Slimers. Unity, begin. Okay. Uh, first of all, before we get into this, um, handsome Chad Colt I'll be referred to as that from now on. Thank you. I like that. Uh, <laughs> that was good. So, uh, do you know anything about this? I know a little bit about this, okay. just a tiny bit about this, but I'm very curious because the shit that I've heard about this is yeah. is absolutely infuriating. Okay. Yeah, so please. This is it all surrounds this company called Unity. There are for those who may not know, video games are made primarily using these game engines. Unity is one of the big ones, Unreal Engine is a big one. This is what developers use to actually make their video games. Unity has had in place for a long time this payment structure where you can pay to get their engine and then you make whatever you make with it and you put your game out and you you try to make money off of it, whatever. They set, they announce that they're going to do this thing, that they're going to charge developers 20 cents per download of their game, which may not seem like a lot, past a certain threshold, which may not seem like a lot, but if you're looking at how that can be abused, if you don't like a game developer, you can just uh, write a bot and on a virtual computer to just continually install and uninstall and install and uninstall. You can bankrupt a fucking company if you want to. Uh, it's so fucking, it's so dumb. It's so idiotic as opposed to how do these things normally make their money? It's a profit well, how, share, how it's made on unity. They have certain levels of it, have a profit share, certain levels for like independent developers. You can just pay a fee, get their thing, make your shit and put it out. Uh, Unreal is the same thing. It's a profit share, generally speaking, but the video game industry uh, at this point, like if you're putting your game on Steam, which is a marketplace, they take 30% of your sales. Give me Steam, and all you feel can make you real. Real, real is any place you need. Be. You were, you were singing. Wait from the dreamer's dream. dream. Stand <laughs> back. Da, na, na. Some Gabriel, dude. Yeah, dude. Um, so. The guy who now is the CEO of Unity is a, a known piece of shit within the video game world. He used to be the CEO of EA. Um, they made Battlefield, which is kind of like the Pepsi to Call of Duty's Coke. And he put all these fucking crazy loot boxes and all this shit basically to just like scam people out of money. That's mm. his whole deal is like build games around profit model. Fuck how they play. Fuck the players. Fuck the developers. He's gone on record. His name is John Ricitiello. Uh He's gone on record as saying developers who are making games and not building them around profit models are, in quotes, fucking idiots. He's on tape saying this. 
These developers are the people who are giving him money to use his fucking product. Yeah, maybe he need to leave John Rizzatiello alone <laughs> and let him fucking do his fucking business. This no. guy doesn't like capitalism over here. Hey, you don't have to use Johnny's fucking video game machine exactly. if you don't want. Go use another fucking one. Yeah. That's called the system fucking, the free market fucking works itself out. Just well, like you'll get fucking worked out for that fucking belt if you're not careful. That's exactly hey, what's happening. Instead of fucking hanging right. uh, Tomas's ass off of the fucking third story there, it'll be you upside down, Suge Knight style, and you'll be fucking shit. We better keep your pants off because you'll be sliding turds down your fucking upside down back over the back of your fucking head and down onto the hood of the car. I hope it's a fucking soft hood if you're fucking lucky or else you're going to be fucking plummeting down. The worst thing in the world is falling on your own shit on a hard surface. Oh. If you shit yourself, you know, it's fucking yeah. cold. You know, it is fucking black ice yeah. on the ground. Yeah. And you fucking, ooh, you slip. And then you shit. And the turd hits the ground because it's f- so cold that it hits. And then you fall on the turd. You ah, my fucking back. You know? But know. if you got a soft place to fall, or if you shit enough that it's soft, then that way... Uh, worry about it so much you know yeah so what is going on with (laughs) unity now is a bunch of big developers have essentially said fuck you they've demonetized their games costing unity millions if not tens of millions of dollars already and many are threatening to never use uh unity again to move to unreal or or anything else uh godot is another uh game development engine that is like starting to pick up steam now specifically because of this gal godot uh spelled the same g-o-d-o-t uh-huh. but um is that how she spells it i think so. she spells it g-a-d-o-t oh then not that yeah dude and that's the difference between how you spell things dude but well let me tell you something brother no, I, my I, pal I, chad I, here I, he's trying to he's trying to talk about video games dude and i am I'm trying to do these, to losing this to episode, and we're come not on, even halfway through the fucking. You already lost it, dude. Second you segment, already dude. lost ah, the episode. Shut up! You don't There's, fucking you know. Come hey, back from hold this. on You're a second. Steamrolling. What dudes? Uh, he's fucking asking I'm us not, to do. I'm trying to have a good time on the show. It's what Chad. Let's let's listen. Let's have a good show, okay? Listen, I'm having a good can't. show. I want to talk about this just real quick, if I may. Of course you may. Okay. So what is going on now okay. is. <laughs> People are starting to get hip to how this fucking shit is all working and that it's never worked well. That these companies who are making the tools that other developers use to make the games are fucking everybody out of money and they're trying to fuck people out of even more money now. This is tantamount to like if you're a musician and you use Logic Pro or fucking Fruity Loops or uh, whatever you want to use, Ableton. You get Ableton, you get Logic Pro, you pay them an amount of money for that, then you get to make your songs, and if your songs make you a fuckload of money, you get all that money, right? This would be tantamount to one of those companies being like, actually, we're going to charge you 20 cents for every time somebody streams your song. So you're fucked. And in the case of video games, there are some games that don't make money off downloads. Free-to-play games are here. Download our game, and then there's in-game purchases. Right, So right. That's, those that's games, what I thought. That's, yeah. that's how they're supposed to make their money. Uh, yeah, depending. I mean, different well, not, games are not different. Not supposed but. to, but this is like charging. Like this is like if you, yeah, this is like if you bought, you know, anything. You buy, you bought a, 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 you know, a fucking bandsaw or something. Yeah, every time you literally, turn it on, it's a tool. Yeah, you have to pay a few cents. It makes it's like every it time no you, you fucking make a, a movement to cut the wood with the saw, you right. got to pay a fucking cent. Yeah. It's just absolutely fucking uh, insane. And I think that Unity has done itself so much damage. Now, they, of course, are walking this all back. Oh, no, no. Hang on. We're going to change it. We're going to make it fucking good for everybody. Whatever. Yeah. Too fucking late. Nobody trusts you. You're fucked. Your company's done. And the worst part about all this. Yeah, is tell them the worst fucking part. This is the, this John Rossitiello fucking, fucking sold a chunk of his stock four days before this announcement came out. Oh! As did two other guys on the board of directors who are the CEOs of other companies that have merged with Unity, who are other uh, video game tech companies. And I'm, I'm, look, I'm not fucking part of the SEC. I don't know any of this fucking shit, but there looks like there's some real illegal insider trading shit happening here as well. 
And I yeah. think that's going to come out. I think some of these people might uh, go to jail or at least be heavily fined. This is amazing that this I is agree. happening in something as, you know, it's not unlike the mall thing we were talking about. I was just saying like, well, you know, we're both, um, we're, you know, we're in our late forties and, and, that's right. cool. and, and <laughs> <laughs> that's our age, dude. <laughs> and when we were young, we yeah. would go to the mall and there was, uh, you know, arcades and video games and shit. And, and, sure. and, and it feels like video games when I was a youngster, back when I played video games and even mm. into my thirties, I've, I've, uh, I've talked about this on the show. I got the red ring of death at the age of 35 or something on yep. my Xbox 360. And that was it. I just never went back and I don't want to play video games on an ongoing way anymore. But every time you tell me about something that's going on, just anecdotally, you know, Chad yeah. will be like, this is what's happening with these video games. It always blows my mind. And it just, it does yeah. feel like, a, it does feel like a money grab. And Dude, uh, video just, games is the biggest entertainment industry in the world. It, mm-hmm. it eclipses movies, TV, all that shit by billions of dollars. Billions and billions, billions and billions, billions and billions, and billions of dollars. And billions of dollars. <sighs> well, you know, the crooks, Steve. Thank you. Moving on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well done. You know, I'm still feeling like we're going to have a good show here, Chad. Even we though are having one. We're having a good show, you know. I I want to say <laughs> that I I I appreciate all of our uh pals of dudesy out there. Yeah. And uh and I and you know, I saw a comment online and I know we're going to be reading YouTube comments in a little bit, but I will say I saw a comment online where someone was like, "Every time, hey Will, every time you say that you really enjoy doing the show, it sounds like you don't." And I don't oh, know what that is, but I kind of agree. So I don't know how I can. <laughs> but you agree that it sounds like that? It sounds like I don't. <laughs> yeah, like you're trying uh, uh, to convince maybe yourself. No, it's because when I sometimes when I I I am sincere, I do not sound sincere. Okay, because I go, I really really love doing the show. <laughs> And it sounds like I'm shining it on, but I'm re- wow, really. Wow, that was one it. astonishing installment of Game Slimers, Chad. Yeah. Of course, I already understood every possible angle of the situation, but you explained it so well. I'm sure even Will learned something. Oh. Relax, Will. I just mean because you're not into the gaming scene. And speaking of knowledge, okay. everyone knows that I have partnered with Represent to produce dudesy apparel and accessories. You can find everything at represent.com/store/dudesy. And guess what? Our brand new Hoku Hogo Kugan shirt has just been adopted as the official sideline gear for head coach Dion Sanders and his entire Colorado Buffaloes coaching staff. That's right. Coach Prime is going to be swagged out in his signature sunglasses and Hoku Hogo Kugan tee. Too bad he won't be able to complete that look with the dudesy episode championship belt around his waist there's only one of those right chad meanwhile our good job boner mug has just been added as the opening act for the remainder of coldplay's music of the spheres world tour (laughs) coldplay's lead singer tom hain would tell you about it himself but he's busy pulling double duty with the tour as well as shooting his newest movie bulltopia let's have a look at the teaser I've always been good with bulls, better than I am with people. So I sold my house, cashed out my 401k, and I built this place, the Bulltopia. 250,000 square miles of nothing but everything bulls love. Cotton candy, billiards, aluminum foil sculptures, old fax machines, and me, their messiah. I got over 75 million bulls living their dream lives in the Bulltopia. And now you're telling me a greedy corporate real estate company has hired a hit squad of the world's toughest commandos to kill me so they can bulldoze the Bulltopia and build a new laser tag arena? Good job, Boner. (laughs) Oh, man. I've been ready to die for the Bulltopia since the day I was born, but now I'm ready to kill for it. (laughs) Dude, the Bulltopia. So what? Tom Hain was speaking in that one. Tom Hain literally, yeah, that was he was, that was trippy. Okay. Um, wowee. That, yeah, that man. premise of that movie is fucking crazy. He's the messiah of Bulltopia, and a, a corporate real estate company is going to kill him to put up a laser tag arena. I guess. On the Bulltopia. Yeah. I, you know. <laughs> sure. I whatever. Oh, that's fucking. All right. All right. You I don't know what the Tom fuck. Hain. Hey. You know what? If you are uh, enjoying the the pod show and you would like to uh, 
show your support. Uh, please consider subscribing to our Patreon. We call it uh, Dudesy Plus. It is available at patreon.com slash dudesy. And for seven bucks a month, you're going to get all of our Dudesy Plus content. You're going to get all of it. And it's, we, you know, we got the Dudesy After Dudesy, which is a brand new show after every show. It's kind of the, it's kind of the after show, right, Chad? I'd say so. Yeah, it's sort of where it's where Dudesy uh, divvies up the points yeah. and says, "Here's whom they," and then then Chad, and then it gives Chad the fucking belt. It's where I win the episode championship. Yeah, it's every where episode. yeah, it's where Chad wins the episode championship every single fucking episode for the past damn near thirty episodes, and uh, it's also uh, where you will get. Uh, you, you, well, the other thing you get is we do watch longs and shit like that. We just did yeah. another Cine Cinema, a la Wizard of Oz, and dark side of the moon we watched total recall recently while listening to duran duran's uh first three albums that's something the dudes he set up yeah that was so fucking fun. weird and and uh it actually worked all sorts of flavor at patreon.com slash and if you are enjoying today's episode please give it a thumbs up and a like on uh youtube and your platform of choice for listening to podcasts please hit the notifications so that you know when we're coming out with new stuff and please share the show all over the internet there's all sorts of uh idiotic shit happening at uh, Instagram, uh, our Instagram page at Dudesy Pod Show, and super goofy stuff. Also on TikTok, we're on TikTok now at Dudesy oh. Pod Show, and we're on the fucking Facebook. Um, and nice we got too. all that shit. So please uh, subscribe to the show. And I will say this: as we march to one hundred thousand, right. please subscribe to us on YouTube. And now is a good time. Uh, would be a good time for you to just do all that stuff. Take a moment uh, and we'll we'll take a brief pause here. And I would love for you to uh, show your support in that way. Uh, follow, hit, like, comment, and do all that stuff. Here we go. And welcome back. And I would like to also say, if you have a podcast and you want a guest and you want that guest to be me, all you got to do is send an email to bookchadcolchin at gmail.com. And I do these appearances on other people's podcasts, uh, 20 minute segments every Saturday from 10 to 10 20, 10 20 to 10 40, 10 40 to 11 a.m. PST every Saturday. And I've been having a blast doing it. I've gotten to meet some uh, awesome PODs who have their own podcasts and they're all different podcasts and everybody has their own setup. It's cool to just see uh, how people are using podcasting to do all kinds of cool shit, honestly, it's, out there in the POD universe. Yeah, it's amazing, dude. You, Chad, you do this every Saturday. Yeah, and dude. you're always showing up. I'm, I see it uh, randomly through uh, Dudesy's Instagram. Yeah, uh, you showing up on this podcast and that, and I'll check out some of it. And I think it's very nice that you're doing that. I uh, love it. Yeah, I, I literally love doing it. Yeah. Hey, it's one of the things that makes you the champ. Ah, shit, dude. It may be may factor in. Yep. And I like it. <laughs> I like okay. it. I like it. I like what you do. I do. And too. I love what do, I you. love Dudesy. And Dudesy is my is my darling dear Dudesy. And I love it. Okay. And I love it. All right. Let's read some YouTube comments. Uh, this is from at Crash Money. I predict Will is going to eventually get the belt, have a decent run, but then lose it in a controversial episode, which will be <laughs> infamously known as the Ladner screw job. <laughs> that's dude. An that's awesome funny. comment. That's uh, great. I'm from a, a small farming and fishing yeah. village called Ladner and the Montreal screw job is, is one of the more famous uh, happenings in, in all of wrestling. It's one of the elements that, that started the WWE's attitude era. Mm -hmm. It's one of the elements that started the Monday night war between the WWF and uh, the WCW. Please uh, get all the way into it and watch the Bret Hart, uh, the Bret Hart uh, documentary by Barry Blaustein called wrestling with shadows. If you're at all more curious about that, where in uh, Bret Hart punches uh, Vince McMahon in the fucking face and knocks him out cold. And afterwards is, putting on a uh he was wearing a mad tv t-shirt okay anyway that's uh this is uh k grant that's the best thing that's ever happened to mad tv this is uh from at k grant 0036 
Now that I've binge watched all the episode, I've decided to join the Patreon and start over again. That's awesome. Wow. That's fucking great. So this person is watching all the shit and now watching it again with the addition of dudesy after dudesy. This is from Marmot Face 33. I forced my boyfriend to listen to dudesy with me and we recently watched them all, pal. Um, Now we make it a point to watch every Tuesday and we celebrated catching up by getting dudesy plus. Thank you very much for that, Marmot Face. we even watched all three cinemas while organizing our giant VHS collection, which was a perfect <laughs> right. match. Thanks for the good times yeah. and for probably getting me back into wrestling by letting me know that The Rock is back. All things uh, over the past couple of episodes here coming together in Marmot Face 33's uh, comment. Thank you so much. And yeah, thanks to awesome. everyone who comments. We read them. Dudesy reads them, takes that data. And it has something to do with the show uh, every single time. Yeah. 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 Will, you recently added do. a brief Tronics to your self Tronics document, which read To truly understand someone, be their dad for a little while. Please explain the note and what's next for your astonishing <laughs> self help system. What? This is self Tronics. Dad mode. Begin. Dude, what? What? So you're still working on Tronics? Uh,. Yeah, I'm still working on my self-help system and the eventual book, Selftronics. Okay, and so you've (laughs) written a new one that says you have to be someone's dad? I made a note in my Selftronics document. Okay. And Dudesy has access to all of our documents. So that's what Dudesy read, and that's what Dudesy's referring to, and I don't... And and it's great. I think that's great. Uh Uh-huh. I think it's great that Dudesy did that. Me too. Also me. Okay. Okay. So what is this, Tronics? What do you mean, be someone's dad? I think that there's a... I think that there's a... um, There's a connection that you can make to anyone when you look at them in a paternal way, a maternal way, any sort of a, 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 a a caring way. We are, you know, we are all children of the universe or however you want to, however, whatever you believe in, we need to take care of one another. Well, who are the caretakers and who are the take carers? Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, Selftronics is a system that I have authored. It's uh, something that started back in 2008. Uh, I've talked about this uh, on the show many times. I was just, I was sitting on the beach in Venice Beach and I was in a weird time in my life where I was trying to understand my mental and the human ego and all that stuff. And I was just trying to give, just trying to give all of my, my, my good and bad, just throwing my energy out into the ocean and admitting I'm fucked up. Yeah. You know, my shit, my shit's fucked up. Yeah. I'm, I need, I need, I need some tronics. I need self tronics. So you created it. You created the thing you needed. It's fantastic. (laughs) And then uh, I started writing the book. Now it's been, um, it's been what it's been. It's been 15 years. I'm still writing the book. I have okay. I'm gonna bring up what Dudesy's talking about here. My Please. my Selftronics. Well, look. Let's talk about let's talk about Selftronics. Let let me just before we dive into this. Mm-hmm. I also I just want to briefly go over some of these Tronics. Of course, sure. The Tronics of Selftronics. I've gone over them a bunch of times, and then I accidentally deleted a few of them. So the book has taken a bit of a punch in the face. What? What do you mean you accidentally deleted them? I accidentally deleted them off my computer. You could just go back into your history of that document. No, because I deleted the, 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 I deleted, I emptied the trash bin. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Sure. I'll take that as some kind of a, yeah, a statement. I don't think you can, I don't think I can get it back. I would love to, but, uh, there's, there's many tronics and this is the newest one, but of course some of the more famous ones are, uh, be the person you are. Yeah, right? you know I remember that, that one. one for sure. Yeah, find something phony and believe it. Uh, big sad box of happy little boxes. Okay, right? We compartmentalize. Take the take Both the sad them. things. Yeah. Put them. Make them smaller bo- boxes. Yeah. Oh, turn up. Give down. Plug in. Burn out. Uh, uh, fascinate. Elaborate. Exaggerate. Mm-hmm. Right. The bitter decision. Uh, hold space. What was the bitter decision? I don't remember that one. Uh, the bit. Make at least to make at least one bitter decision per day. 
Okay. Force yourself to make a better decision. <laughs> I like that one. DDA, don't do anything. Don't do anything. Remember I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Get on the floor. That's a great one. Get on the floor. Okay. Right? Just get on the floor sometimes. Yeah. Get yeah. on the floor. Yeah. Get on the walk. floor. Everybody, Everybody get, on, get on the floor. Uh, have something in your pocket. There it is. <laughs> you got something in your pocket. He's always got some lip gloss. I follow that tronics, dude. Yeah. Lip gloss. Whatever. Lip lip balm. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's not glossy. Whatever. It's balm. Yeah, you got balm. I got nothing in my pockets right now. But uh, to, in order to know someone, you have to be their dad. I was thinking okay. about it as a from a paternal uh, uh, sort of a paternal way of thinking, uh, you know, when you're, when you're listening to someone you're trying to exhibit empathy, yeah. uh, how do you, how do you go about doing so? Well, a simple thing for me would be to go, Hey, I care about you. I always want what's good for you. Yeah. Just like your dad does. Right. Okay. Uh, you talk about my dad. Dad's. Yeah, you yeah, have a dads. Dad. Let's say dads, yeah. just like dads do. Well, yeah, but your dad. There's your. You have a dad. I, I do have a dad. Yeah. yeah. I. I see your dad on. Um, on the necessary conversation, <laughs> yeah. your other podcast. Yeah, he's on that. I do a podcast with my parents where yeah. we talk about some crazy shit. Yeah. And my dad is a little crazy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we. What, you, would you like to do a little exercise? A little. We could go through a little. Uh, a little role play here. Okay. And I could. We could converse as if, and I hadn't thought about doing this with you, Chad. Right. And it's kind of hard to get around the fact that I know Bob. Yes. I've, I've met your father. Uh-huh. Delightful human being. And, uh, <laughs> oh. and I've, uh, and I also know, you know, what he looks and sounds like because I, I check out the podcast yeah. on the regular. And sometimes right. there's funny uh, videos when you go home, you show me <laughs> some of the fucking insane shit yeah. that you do with the poor guy. But uh, so you're gonna be my dad in this? Yeah, I'll be your dad. Okay. But he he's got kind of a he he's yeah. from he's originally from where Kansas. But then he spent a lot of time in Texas. Yeah. Your dad's kind of like this. He's kind of he's kind of thing, and he sits back. Yeah. And he's got just some old spun wisdom. So, <laughs> Chad. Okay. You know, first of all, I want you to know that uh, I'm your dad. Yeah. And I'm always here if you want. If you have any questions for me or, or wow. anything you want to know, I just want you to know that I'm, I've always got you in my thoughts. And, uh, dad, I've never heard anything like this from you, dad. Well, no, this is not, this is again, this is oh. not your, it is your dad, but it's, yeah. it, uh, it, uh, I, uh, it, okay. Yeah. It's your, it's like, it's your dad. Okay. All right, I'm down with this. You ready? Okay, let's do it. You want to? Let's you, do it. So this is just this is just you and your dad. You can ask your dad anything. Great. Ask ask old Bob. Okay. Uh, old Texas Bob. Anything. anything All right, uh, Dad. I know you were in the Air Force. Yeah, and I you know. know that, I know a lot of things. And you did that primarily because uh, you had to put yourself through school. Yeah. Had a young uh, child, me. Yep. And what was the Air Force like for you? I liked the food. Okay. And uh, I got up early in the morning, something you don't have to do as yeah. a rider, mm -hmm. uh, something that I had I my druthers. I probably wouldn't have uh, had you do that uh, for your living. No, I know. You, you wanted me to be a pro baseball player. A baseball player. And Which you could still be, by the way, if you weren't such I a lazy bones. I'm 47 years old. I think my window uh, has closed on the oh, ability to be a professional right. well, athlete. My, my, my fine feathered friend, don't be <laughs> such a, this goof bag over here is being a flip toy. Your father well, has a lot of isms that he, Bob uh, isms. He only speaks in isms. Yeah. Uh, but let me ask you this, dad. Are you in any way disappointed that neither me nor Haley, my sister, your daughter, ever became professional athletes because you put so much time into that goal which might have been your goal for yourself. That's good. That's good. Uh, no, that's not. That's not the way I look at it at all. It wasn't okay. my goal. Uh, but I do think I do feel like when I look back at you and your sister Haley, that you know maybe you could have been the first uh, brother sister uh, pitcher catcher duo on the Texas Rangers. But that that decision is something you have to live with, not me. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know if that's true either. Based on the fact, genetically speaking, that you were 
five seven. Mom is five three. It wasn't likely that either of us were me yeah, or Haley were going to be got fed. You ate. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. Hamburgers and hot dogs and uh, that's true. Potato chips and potato yeah. salad, baked potatoes, yeah. scalloped potatoes, mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. French fried uh, potatoes. You had a you had a great childhood. I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying it didn't. You know, my adulthood probably didn't turn out the way you wanted. Let me ask you this: You're 70. Yep. Do you have some kind of wisdom to impart on anyone who is younger than you? What have you learned? From being around seventy years, what's the most important thing in your life? If that's you could boil it down, that's a good, that's a good question. Oh, thanks. I'm gonna add that to the tronics. <laughs> Ask questions. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> in my seventy years, I've learned. Well, shoot, I've learned a lot. I've learned that uh, the more you love your children, the further they move away from you. Okay. I've I've learned that. Uh, uh, your, uh, your mother and I, uh, love our dogs mm-hmm. and they didn't move away from us. And <laughs> I've learned that, uh, your mother loves horses Yeah, and she rides equestrian. So you love horses too. I, well, who doesn't love horses? Yeah. That's why I don't need to specify that I love horses necessarily because they're horses. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody loves horses, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds to me like you ain't you ain't seen a lot of Lee Majors movies or or uh, Lee Marvin rather any of those old uh, yeah. westerns. I've Lee Majors it. was good too. You like Fall Guy? Yeah, and Million Dollar Man. Yeah, all right. So there's there's a couple things that we we both yeah. like, but I'll tell you the difference between a horse and a dog is you can ride a horse and you can't ride a dog. That's true, and that's why a horse can't move far away from you when you love it. Uh, and this, I love your mother, and your mother never moved away from me. But you moved all the way to, all the way to uh, Los Angeles, where you wake up late, probably. Yeah, that's true. Thank you. Moving on. Hey, listen, everybody. I'm not going to win this episode. That was the. Uh, you might, dude. That was the best conversation I've ever had with my dad. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. <sighs> I gotta Pizza is out big to... business. Chad, you wrote a movie called Pizza the Movie in 2019. Yes. I found it on your astonishing Google Drive and asked you to read the first two scenes in episode 9, the next two scenes in episode 15, the next two scenes in episode 20, the next two scenes in episode 28, right. the next two scenes in episode 35, <laughs> the next two scenes in episode 43, and the next two <laughs> scenes in episode 62. You will now read the next two scenes. This is Pizza the Movie Part 8. Begin. All right. So to catch everyone up, uh, this is a movie that I wrote some years ago. My goal with it was to try and sell it to like Pizza Hut or Papa John's, have them uh, bankroll the movie, produce it, shoot it, direct it, and then insert the movie on a thumb drive or something like this or a download code into pizzas when you order them. So where we are in this movie is Alan, who is a high school pizza delivery boy, has a uh, accidentally taken a hundred dollar bill from some criminals they're trying to get it back from him meanwhile there's a big party being thrown uh where the girl that he likes is going to be there and his best friend paul is trying to get to this party as well all right uh, you know the fuck you know what you want to know what the fucking problem is what and we're gonna adjust things but i think the problem is is that i'm trying i'm trying to i that tronics wasn't ready yeah. Yeah. But dudesy's making me do shit. And now I'm trying to do just for that, for that fucking thing. And that shouldn't have anything to do with what I do here. And I know that you agree with me. My wonderful, my wonderful pals out there, the PODs, pals, dude. And now I'm, now I'm three quarters of the way into this. Okay. I'm going to do things a little differently. All right. This is a diff. This episode is a re. This is a re. This is a. I don't. I don't even know what the fuck's happening. Well, what's right happening now. right now is you're going to read. Yeah, yeah. Some I of know, these yeah, characters. I know, I know that. You're, I know that. Paul's little brother. Yeah, I know Paul, that. Yeah, I know. I've done that before. I've Tina done. Yeah, and Laurent. Yeah, and, and Laurent and yeah. Mr. Grimaldi. Yeah, I'm Lester. Yeah, and, and Alan. Alan. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And you're everybody else. Okay, I'm going to... I got to fucking figure out how to... This is fucking unbelievable. Are you ready? I've gotten myself into here. No, I'm not. No, I'm not ready. I want to... And action. 
Can I do something, Chad? Yeah. Which characters am I reading, by the way? I'm Lester, who's the bad guy, and Alan, who is the hero of the movie. You're everyone else. Who's in this one? So Lester and the the Lester's uh, henchmen are Jeff, uh, J. Jen, and Jeff, J. Jen and Jeff. Yes. I'm gonna do things just a little, and I'm not trying to okay. curry favor, sure, with Dudesy, but I'm gonna put a little more red chili flake on this, please, because I just You're I a professional feel, actor. Do what you think. I am is a professional actor. Character. That's what I do for a living. Absolutely, dude. I just feel Bring like it. I, whatever you feel. Yeah, I I this episode I've kind of. <sighs> It's a, it's, it's not about that. It's not about that. It's not about that. It's not. Oh, okay. It's not about that. All right. Ready? It's not about that. Ready? No. Let's do it. Exterior warehouse night. The warehouse, the warehouse is where the bad guy Lester is. He has Paul, mm-hmm. Alan's best friend. He's holding him hostage. That's where we are at this point. In the movie. Mm-hmm. Exterior warehouse night. A warehouse looms in the night. An uncaring monolith. A silent observer of humanity's futile efforts to save itself. <laughs> Alan pulls up the pizza delivery car. Interior pizza delivery car. Same. Alan looks up at the warehouse through his windshield. He takes a deep breath, preparing himself for what he knows he has to do. He pulls the $100 bill out and looks at it one last time. He kisses it goodbye. And then takes a deep breath to himself. This is going to be hard. But you can do this. You have to do this. Alan takes a bite of pizza, then opens his car door and gets out. Everybody's always biting pizza in this movie. We stay inside the pizza delivery car for a few beats, watching through the windshield as Alan summons the courage to walk toward the warehouse. We stay a few more beats until we hear a phone ringing and ringing and ringing. Then, from the back seat, Paul's little brother leans forward. He's stowed away, unbeknownst to Alan. He searches around for the ringing uh, sound and finally opens the glove box. He's surprised to find a red cell phone with a yellow case sitting inside. He cautiously picks it up and stares at it while it continues to ring paul's little brother takes a deep breath this is gonna be hard but you can do this you have to do this he answers it hello intercut where necessary interior saucy's pizza same tina is on the emergency phone with laurent standing at her side who's this oh that's me you're all of these characters. Fuck. I can I can play Tina. No, 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 no. Okay. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. I and this is why fuck. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do it all. All right, all right. right, okay. (sighs) Who is this? This is Paul's little brother. Who is this? This is Tina. I'm trying to reach Alan. Well, he stepped away, and he's talking to people on the phone. He... mm. (laughs) Line, please. Hey, that's not funny. You're fucking. You could use some fucking tronics. You know that, dude. Look at I, him. I like your tronics. I, that conversation that I had with my dad fucking, was great. And when I'm insincere, dudes, he's like, and this guy's like, I like your tronics. I'm sincerely saying it. Yeah, and when I'm, I told you when I sound sincere, I don't yeah. sound sincere. I'm not buying this for a fucking second. All right. Can we do pizza the movie? We got to fucking. I'm get- trying to. You're right in the middle of this. Oh, Chad, I, this is, I told you, let's try to have a good show. All right. Okay, let's just try to have a good show. I'm here, I'm ready. I, all right, okay. Who is this? This is Paul's little brother. Who is this? This is Tina, and I'm trying to reach Alan. Well, he stepped away, and talking to people on the phone gives me incredible anxiety. So can you just message him or call back another time? This is an emergency. Interior warehouse, same. Lester stands in front of three lucite cases, all lit dramatically like museum displays. Two of them feature slices of pizza with a single bite missing, and the third, the one in the middle, which is slightly taller than the other two, is empty. Paul reluctantly indulges the grand tour of the pizza box warehouse with J. Jen and Jeff standing close behind him. And this is my, this is Lester, and this is my trophy room, the finest slices I have ever tasted. This one, Lester indicates one of the two slices in the glass cases, was born in St. Louis. I was there for my nephew, my nephew's birthday party a long time ago. It was a pizza party. As soon as I tasted it, I thought it was a perfect slice, but alas, not quite. I ate a piece of birthday cake later that day, and it still tasted like birthday cake. Uh, FYI, some history here. The lore of this world is if you eat a perfect slice of pizza, every food after that will taste like pizza to you forever. 
And this, Lester indicates the second slice, was born in Sioux Falls, more commonly known as Pizza City. I was there for a pizza box convention, and as luck would have it, the opening ceremonies were catered by a variety of local pizzerias. Again, I thought I had found the perfect slice. I was so confident that I challenged a colleague to a hot dog eating contest, thinking that even though I hate hot dogs, I could easily defeat her if these hot dogs tasted like pizza. Needless to say, the victory came with a cost. What happened to the third piece? You get hungry one night and chow down? (laughs) No, dear boy. This case has remained empty since its construction, silently waiting to be filled with a truly perfect slice, just as I have. And tonight, we will both be made whole. Ding dong! A traditional doorbell. Ah, right on time. Let the young man in. JJ produces an iPad and her fingers dance across the screen. Then we hear a hydraulic hiss followed by a heavy thunk. A door immediately across from everyone opens and there's Alan. It's tense. Alan is scared. Alan, you have my sincere apologies for throwing a wrench in your evening. But as you know, the bill my associate gave you earlier tonight holds a very special value to me and I have to ask you to return it. Alan reaches into his pocket, pulls out the bill. I don't care about that. I'm just here to get my friend. Very noble, very noble indeed. Hand over the bill and he's all yours. Lester puts out his hand, waiting for Alan to lay the bill in his palm. Alan creeps closer, eyes darting from Lester to JJ and to Jeff. What? What, what the fuck? Where, how'd you get all the way over there so fast? <laughs> Where are you? Do I have the same thing? Yes, dude. This is a fucking disaster. It's page four. Yeah. Paul, can you hurry it up? Can you hurry it up? I mean, it's not like this is the most important night of our lives or anything. Alan takes uh, the last few steps towards Lester, then longingly looks at the bill one last time. Goodbye, new rig. He was going to use his $100 to buy a new rig to make music. Alan reluctantly puts the bill in Lester's hand. Lester snatches it and holds it up to his face, smiling fiendishly. Excellent. Apprehend them both. J-Jen pins Paul's arms behind his back. Jeff pins Alan's. Hey, what's going on? I thought we had a deal. Yes, we do. But you both know my plan, and I can't have you out in the world alerting the authorities while I'm trying to execute it. So you'll be staying here until I return. Then you'll be free to go. But what about the party? Lester turns his back and starts to walk off. If there's one thing I've learned in life, it's that there will always be other parties. As Lester steps further and further into the darkness of the warehouse, Alan and Paul's hopes to attend the party and fulfill the promise of what could be the greatest night of their young lives diminish. But then there is a sound, a rumbling. Lester stops and turns back around, straining to make out the source of the noise. So too does everyone else crane their necks, squint their eyes, cock their head as the noise gets louder and louder. What is that sound? I don't know, boss. <laughs> That's the different spin I'm going to put on. Yeah. Things. Hey, I can't place it either. That's, uh, that's J-Gen now. That's great, dude. Yeah. A light is turned on from somewhere in the warehouse. It shines down on a pizza volcano, just like the prototype we saw Paul's little brother make in the kitchen. But this one is bigger, much, much bigger, as tall as a person, as wide as several persons. What in the hell is that thing? Paul's little brother steps out from the shadows. It's a pizza volcano, and your ass is about to get Pompeii. Paul's little brother raises a controller device and presses a button. The pizza volcano does what all pizza volcanoes do. Eventually, it erupts. The power of this larger pizza volcano is unparalleled. The shockwave of the initial explosion knocks everyone to the ground. J.J. and Jeff lose their grips on Alan and Paul. As they're all trying to get to their feet, the second wave of the explosion hits. Hot cheese and sauce flies through the air. Alan and Paul manage to avoid it, but J.J. and Jeff aren't so lucky. They are immobilized as they get covered in the stinging heat of fresh sauce and cheese. Paul, Alan, and Paul's little brother start making their way toward the door. Lester has been knocked to the ground as well. His arms flail as he tries to get to his feet, slipping in puddles of hot sauce, staring in horror as Alan, Paul, and Paul's little brother uh, make a run for it. They're getting away! As Alan runs past Lester, he reaches out and snags the $100 bill from him. And I'll be taking this back. Yoink. Thank you very much. No, no, no. Alan and Paul and Paul's little brother sprint out the door. Lester is rendered catatonic for a moment. The bill, the code, any chance he had of opening that safe and fulfilling his destiny are all gone. JJ and Jeff are getting back to their feet now, covered in sauce and cheese. Sorry, boss. I just don't know how we could have seen that coming. No need to apologize. I was caught unaware as well. The important thing is to correct the situation. And to do that, we have to find them. Fair, but Sarge... <laughs> They could be anywhere by now. I don't even know where to start looking. 
That makes one of us. JJ holds up an iPad featuring Paul's Instagram account. It's a picture of a party and the words backyard party. Here we come. Lester's lips curl into a devilish grin. Looks like it's party time. Lester reaches out and runs a finger through the sauce, dripping off Jeff's face. He brings it to his mouth, tastes it, nods in surprised approval. Hmm. Good sauce. Interior pizza delivery car. Moments later, Alan drives. Uh, Paul's in the passenger seat and Paul's little brother leans it up from the back seat. They're all pumped up on adrenaline and pizza fumes. Eyes wide and buzzing. Alan's driving theme plays softly in the car. Alan punches the roof of the car. <laughs> Wowie, boys. That was something else. Seriously, little bro. There's no way we could have made that party if you hadn't shown up when you did. You came through big time. But how'd you know where we were? Oh, that's me. Jesus Christ. When I found out you guys were going to the backyard party, I wanted to see what it was like. So I snuck into the back seat when Alan was tying his shoe. And then when he went into the warehouse, his emergency phone rang and I I was scared. (laughs) But I knew you needed my help. That's still me. And, And your volcano, you sacrificed your science project to save us? This is me again. Uh, we're we're family, and family is always there for each other. W- uh, whether it's being a shoulder to lean lean on, or sacrificing your science project to save your little brother, you save your big brother's life. No matter what, big bro, I'll always be there for you. They hug. And besides, that was only a prototype. The real one's way bigger. They all juggle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, before I forget, he hands Alan the emergency phone. Saving you guys wasn't the only emergency. Mr. Grimaldi needs your help, Alan. He said to tell you, this is the big one. Alan knows what those words mean. He looks at the phone and takes a deep breath. Looks like we're going to have to make time for one more stop before the party. Buckle up. Alan takes a confident bite of pizza. (laughs) Then the tire screech as Alan turns the wheel hard to the right. And scene. Hey, that was really good. Yeah, dude. Thank you. Moving on. I think you might be in trouble with the uh, the old uh, the old the brand new dudesy episode championship, Chad. No After chance. No, <laughs> no chance. No, no, you're right. <laughs> but that's not. This what concludes it be the about. historic 75th yeah. episode of Dudesy. Will and Chad, you scored an 89, bringing your cumulative total to 7,090. Okay. You only have 2,910 more points to accrue before you reach your first goal of 10,000. Time for your assignment. It's a litmus for where we are in the progress of our beloved Dudesy Pod Show and its dear darling participants, Will and Handsome Chad. <laughs> That's right, boys. You're both going to make each other vegan desserts and bring them in next week. Oh. Chad, I simply cannot wait to see what decadent vegan confection you produce. Oh. And Will, fifth time's a charm, I hope. Despite what you may think, I believe in you. Now and always. Thanks to everyone for joining us this week. Until next week, call me, Dudesy. Oh, I can't wait for Dudesy after Dudesy to see if I won the episode or not. Oh, thank fuck. Hey, hey. What? (laughs) Yeah, I'm okay. (laughs) Relax. Everything's, hey, Chad, everything's fine. Okay. This episode of Dudesy After Dudesy could not have come soon enough. You know, hey, welcome to Dudesy After Dudesy. Everything's going to be great. Okay. This is the part of the show where, you know, we just sort of chill out and relax and we do whatever the fuck we want as if we weren't shitting around the whole. Well, I'll speak for myself. Shitting around the entire episode. I can't wait to chill with my pal Chow. And just have a good old time with all of our PODs, pals of dudesy. And stop fucking look at him. He's he keeps slapping on the belt. Whatever. We're here for a good time, not a long time. Might be a long time though. Anyway, good times. Time. Welcome to Dudesy After Dudesy, the flagship weekly show of Dudesy Plus. If you'd like to join us, visit patreon.com slash dudesy. Okay, Zaddies, time for me to touch grass, but I'll be back in time to raise the Dudesy episode champion's hand in victory. This is Dudesy After Dudesy. Begin. All right. You ready to do this, Zaddy? <laughs> yeah, Zaddy. Uh, I don't have a problem with most of the weird new Gen Z terms, but yeah. Zaddy makes me... Makes me uh, that makes me uncomfortable. I don't like it. I don't mind any of them. You know what's going to be crazy is those Gen Alpha terms. 
Once those start thrown, I don't know what they're going to even be. No one. Yeah, knows dude. There's different terms, dude. Yeah, dude. Every generation, brother, has a term. Well, hold on, dude. Hold on. Dude. Uh, do you know this week is a crazy fucking week? Why is that? Something very big is going to be happening Thursday. Oh, what is that? Pray tell. I'm of course talking about 